The enforcement's called to the Capitol. Yep. Uh, Niels Nosuski, I mean, what do you know about your colleagues there and what they are inside the building? Have, have, have they said what they plan to do or what can they do? Well, right now, the, the immediate uh, concern appears to be uh, the, the armed standoff at the House um, front. Uh, that is, uh, according to one of one of the, the members of our uh, pool of reporters who are operating out of the Capitol, Eric Watson from Bloomberg. Uh, he he just sent a note through that there's an armed standoff. Uh, at the house front, uh, and and there are guns drawn uh, with someone attempting to reach. And now there's there are so this is continued to be a uh, developing situation. And at this point, I think that the immediate the immediate concern is with the uh, use of weapons and 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 sort of this being beyond. A peaceful protest. We left that point a long time ago, uh, and so we're just continuing to see uh, these reports coming in uh, as we are speaking. Niels Lesuski, uh, you know, obviously, we're asking you to to give us insight on the fly here um, as as we watch this scene unfold. Do you know what sort of authority Capitol Police have if? Um, I'm getting an emergency alert from the the uh, um, District of Columbia government uh, on my phone as we talk. But do you know what sort of uh, authority, um, what sort of authority these Capitol Police officers have if these people were to get close to those in power? Oh, oh we lost Niels. We'll try to get him back. But that's the question I, I, I posed to him. Uh, the House and the Senate have recessed. Uh, the, they are subject to call of the chair. They've stopped their proceedings of tallying the votes of, of the Electoral College or hearing the objection over the Arizona Electoral College. Um, what you're seeing right now is a video of the crowds crossing the street outside of, of where we are at, I believe, is that right? Okay, so this, these are the crowds, you know, they've, the crowds have been on Capitol Hill starting from very early this morning, as well as close to the White House where the president addressed them earlier today. It seemed that a lot of those people then made their way up to uh, the Capitol. And now we're in a situation where protesters have breached the Capitol uh, guns have been drawn, gas fire in the chamber, lawmakers being evacuated. As we sit here and wait for uh, news of, of what's going to happen next, uh, the D.C. mayor has called for a curfew starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We've learned that um, law enforcement up on Capitol Hill has called for reinforcements. Politico reported that the federal, the National Guard has been called to Capitol Hill. Scott Wong is joining us, a congressional reporter. Scott Wong, what do you know? Uh, this, Greta, this is Neil Wisniewski back with you again. I think if this is oh, the one, 
we're both here. Oh, okay. Well, both of you hang on the line. Uh, Scott Wong, let me go to you. Uh, where are you, first of all? I am in the U.S. Capitol, uh, a couple of floors down from the House floor on the House side. Uh, it is very chaotic right now. Uh, there's a lot of fear among all sides, uh, police officers, reporters, staff, and certainly lawmakers. Uh, what I've seen so far is that some U.S. Capitol Police officers have been attacked uh, by the protesters with tear gas. Uh, we assisted some Capitol Police officers helping them wash their eyes out. Uh, and uh, they have advised us for the moment to uh, shelter in place. Uh, so that's what we are doing. I know some of my colleagues uh, through text message and through Twitter are still uh, on lockdown inside the House chamber. It's my understanding that the lawmakers have been escorted out of the chamber already. I'm not sure where they were told or where they were taken to, but there are still a number of people, including reporters, still inside the chamber uh, as some of the protesters are trying to breach that chamber. So, uh, so right now, it's your understanding that they have, they have not made it inside the House chamber, or they have? Because I'm two floors down, uh, all, I can, all I can tell you is what I've seen on Twitter and, and from some of my colleagues. Uh, it, it just looks like chaos. There's definitely uh, been tear gas deployed outside, just outside the House chamber doors. Uh, it appeared that there was some tear gas uh, inside the chamber itself. Uh, however, I can't confirm that from my vantage point, which is about a couple floors down from the House chamber itself. All I know is there is a, a heavy police presence, but also a lot of pandemonium, uh, given that a number of police officers have been injured in this melee. Uh, and so it, it's, it's not very organized at the moment, and it's, it's very terrifying. Scott, well, uh, I'm obviously hoping you and everyone up there uh, stay safe during this. Are you, have you been told what happens uh, next or what the Capitol Police is doing right now to get this situation under control? Not on any official level, just in very uh, basic, quick conversations I had with the officers uh, who we were assisting. Um, they advised either that we shelter in place uh, or that we try to move towards some of the house office buildings. But again, because uh, there's not a whole lot of information, um, we, are, we are unclear about where exactly we should go. There also about 45 minutes ago was an announcement that came over the, the loudspeakers in the Capitol uh, that talked about the external security threat. As you know already, the, the entire Capitol complex is on lockdown. Uh, people cannot come and go freely uh, if, if you are somebody who works in the Capitol. So there's also the challenge of, of trying to figure out how to get out of here, uh, you know, whether on by foot or by car, if, um, if the Capitol itself is on lockdown. Scott Wong, talk about the, the protesters even getting onto the Capitol steps of the U.S. Capitol. 
Whereas you know if you're up there, you're not, no, lawmakers are the only ones allowed on those steps. It, it really is one of the most secure buildings in the country. Uh, there are people guarding the building at all times. To me, uh, from, from how I'm looking at this, it seems that the Capitol Police chose not to engage and probably chose not to uh, inflame the situation. Uh, there wasn't much resistance from the Capitol Police officers to the hundreds or thousands of protesters that are here on the grounds. Uh, they did earlier in the day try to keep those protesters at a distance with some external fencing around the perimeter, but clearly those perimeters were breached. And as we saw from some of the pictures, uh, the, the, some of the walls were scaled. I did see on, the, uh, on one of the sides of the Capitol, there was broken glass. Uh, protesters were trying to break the glass through. Uh, and it's unclear to me from where I am how exactly they got in or where exactly they got in, but it, it appeared to me that there was not that Capitol Police, uh, which is usually very strict about uh, access to the Capitol, that they did not choose to resist the protesters and, uh, and in order perhaps not to inflame the situation. Uh, Jennifer Bendry, who reports for the Huffington Post, sent out a tweet two minutes ago. Nancy Pelosi is safe, the Speaker of the House. I can confirm with no other details as what um, she writes. Uh, Scott Wong, uh, can you speak a little bit to uh, the what the Capitol Police would do, have done, to get the Speaker of the House and other high um, top officials out of this situation and get them... Uh, to an area where they are protected? I, I have no personal knowledge about where um, they would have taken the Speaker of the House. Clearly, she is in the line of uh, succession uh, after the President, uh, I'm sorry, after the Vice President, Mike Pence. Uh, she is second in line to the presidency. Uh, as our uh, as is the Senate pro tem in the Senate. And so uh, there would be a desire to get her in a, a very safe place. I believe there are secure rooms in the Capitol, uh, though I can't speak to them. I believe there are heavily fortified and, and secure rooms in the Capitol. Uh, and, and I would assume that they would have even they would have taken the speaker and other key members of leadership to those secure rooms, uh, or if they could, they would take them off-site to another secure location. Here's a picture uh, of one of the protesters in the Senate chamber sitting in the chair of the presiding officer. This taken from moments ago on Capitol Hill. Niels Lesniewski, let me, let me go to you. Uh, what have you learned? Greta, the, the um, latest, I think the photo that you just probably put on the air uh, from inside the Senate yeah. chamber is perhaps the most jarring image we have seen yet. Um, it is, um, in fact, that the, the, the presiding officer's uh, chair uh, has been occupied uh, quite literally 
the other thing is that I can now tell you that um, two of my colleagues, um, and you may see this on Twitter as well, two of my colleagues, uh, Catherine Tully McManus uh, and Chris Chaffee, who have both been on Capitol Hill, are now, and this is the state of where we are, they are now in what I have to describe to you as an undisclosed location. Um, and so we are in the situation now where there are areas um, in the Capitol complex, uh, places where people have been taken uh, that because of the ongoing security situation and, and, and basically the building being overwhelmed, uh, that we are, we're trying to basically keep people in secure areas away from uh, what you're actually seeing on sort of these pool cameras uh, and, and, and elsewhere. And uh, it would, it, it's just an absolutely unbelievable uh, situation. But if I can just take just a second to check the various uh, messages here, uh, there are members as of the last couple of minutes um, uh, saying, well, I've heard from colleagues that just in the last couple of minutes, there had still been members, uh, at least some in the House chamber. Uh, and so they're trying to figure out how to get everyone uh, to where they need to go. Uh, and, 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 and basically, I think that the, the way I'm reading what I'm hearing uh, is that at this point in time, the priority is ensuring that all of the people are safe. And frankly, the building may not be the best place for people to be. And so I think that there's going to be an effort to get them to secure locations. Uh, but, but the amount of damage, frankly, uh, that we may be seeing uh, is unbelievable. I am uh, just getting a little bit more uh, information. Um, I'm, there is a possibility that the Senate is going to be going back into session in an alternate location shortly. Uh, if that does happen, um, I don't think that they'll probably be able to get the television cameras uh, in place in time. Uh, but frankly, I will do the best that I can uh, to relay the proceedings of the Senate by phone, um, setting up sort of a telephone chain uh, if we can, and if we can get an audio, uh, and if anyone who is in that room can get audio or anything out, I'm sure they will attempt to do so if they end up convening in an alternate location. Okay, so uh, Niels, you're, you're learning this, that there is a possibility that the Senate can convene and in another location yes and if that is if there is there it appears there are pool reporters with the senate uh and so if the senate does go into session uh in its alternate location um i am certain that we will do the best that we all can to get that information out to the public uh and to um the C-SPAN audience in particular, probably as, as quickly as we can. I don't know exactly who uh, is in that, that press array uh, that would be with the, the Senate yet, but my understanding is, is that there is a press pool that would be with the Senate if it were to go back into session at an ultimate site. Okay. Well, Niels Lesniewski, hang on the line. Ted Cruz, uh, who 
uh, objected to the Arizona Electoral College votes. That's what uh, dissolved the joint session and the House and Senate went into their respective changers, ch chambers. He tweeted out, violence is always unacceptable, even when passions run high. Anyone engaged in violence, especially against law enforcement, should be fully prosecuted. God bless the Capitol Police and the honorable men and women of law enforcement who show great courage keeping us all safe. That is a tweet from Senator Ted Cruz. Scott Wong also with us. Uh, Scott Wong, what have you learned? Uh, not not that much, Greta, to be honest. Uh, we are still sheltering uh, in place in, in the Capitol. I don't want to say where exactly, but right. um, it, it is uh, still touch and go. Uh, my colleague, uh, Alex Bolton, is outside the Capitol, says there are still hundreds, hundreds of people, uh, protesters, you probably have a better vantage point than I do, uh, who are milling about outside the Capitol. Obviously, the Capitol building itself has already been breached. Uh, as you mentioned, the Senate chamber has been breached. Uh, it's possible the House chamber has been breached. And so, you know, it, it is it is just unbelievable. When I, when I started the day this morning, uh, you know, I informed family members that everything would be fine and, and that uh, the, the Capitol building itself was probably the most secure place in America and that there was no need for concern despite the, uh, the thousands of protesters outside that we were expecting. I, I never could have imagined that, that it would come to this where we would see uh, the Capitol building and the Capitol complex uh, uh, breached and, and disrupted like this and, and have our, our democratic process uh, under attack uh, in, in such a, a dramatic fashion. It, it is, I'm still sort of uh, in shock that, that we are where we are just, you know, from a couple hours ago. Here's a, a reporter for the Washington Post, Aaron Davis, saying that breaking news, a source tells him the Defense Department has just denied a request by D.C. officials to deploy the National Guard to the U.S. Capitol. Obviously, we'll see if, 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 uh, if other people confirm this, but that from Aaron Davis, who writes for the Washington Post. Scott Wong, were you or any reporters up there given any idea or um, communication that, uh, that this was uh, a scenario that the Capitol Police and others were preparing for today. As we were discussing earlier, Greta, there, there were a number of uh, security uh, measures put into place around the Capitol. There was an uh, external... Uh, Hold on a minute. Before we go anywhere, this guy's just going to repeat what the security measures were. But we just want to make sure you understand what just happened. The National Guard has been called in, and that by in itself is a hint of martial law. We predicted this. We knew this was going to be a crazy day. We're going to listen back in, and we just want you to understand that that could be the beginning of martial law at that moment of that report. Back to live with C-SPAN similar to what we've seen uh, earlier, the, I'm sorry, shortly around the time of the election last fall. And so there was definitely, uh, it was definitely in, in the back of people's minds. Uh, 
and that measures were put in place, but clearly, uh, you know, whatever scenarios were dreamed up, uh, this is this is has got to be, uh, you know, in my book, the worst case scenario where you have uh, a breach of of the United States Capitol interrupting the counting and certification of the electoral college votes, uh, violence in the building, and lawmakers and other staff. Uh, fleeing for their safety. Jacob Goldstein, who reports for NPR, uh, has this tweet. He's quoting here Senator Mitt Romney. This is what you've gotten, guys. This is what the senator said, Republican of Utah, yelled as the mayhem unfolded in the Senate chamber, apparently addressing his colleagues who were leading the charge to press Mr. Trump's false claims of a stolen stolen election. Scott Wong, uh, what's your reaction to hearing that? Well, it was interesting that you mentioned Mitt Romney because there was video this week of Senator Romney making his way from Utah through the Utah airport out to D.C. for for this process. And he was heckled uh, by pro-Trump supporters at the airport. He was uh, uh, pro-Trump uh, supporters were sh- sh- uh, chanting traitor uh, to Mitt Romney as during during his flight to Washington. Uh, he brushed it off and said he's used to it after being in the spotlight for so many years. Um, but, you know, clearly, clearly we've, we've reached a, a level of, of discourse that has been, uh, you know, so egregious that, that it has descended into violence on this particular day. Um, and so, you know, I, I've been trying to actually reach a lot of lawmakers myself who are normally very responsive uh, and have been unsuccessful so far. Oh, I just got a text message from uh, from the speaker's office, from uh, from the, the speaker's top spokesman, Drew Hamill, who confirms other reporting that the speaker is in a safe location and unharmed. Kevin McCarthy, who is the minority leader uh, for the Republicans in the House, he just sent out a tweet saying, thank you to Capitol Police for protecting the People's House. Protesters have a, consti- have a constitutionally protected right to be heard, but I urge them to remain peaceful. Uh, and Greta, and Greta uh, it's my understanding that uh, from tweets from some of my colleagues that Kevin McCarthy has just called into Fox News as well and has said that, and has called the violence uh, in, in the breach of the Capitol so un-American. And he's urging anyone involved in this, uh, if, if they can hear him loud and clear, that this is not the American way, that this is not protected, this type of violence is not protected by the First Amendment. And he says, this must stop now. Now, there are a lot of Republicans, I think, in Washington and, and perhaps around the country who want the president to sort of call off these protesters, uh, you know. Of course, the president earlier today was was uh, whipping up a lot of his supporters in, into a frenzy and uh, and urging uh, a march down to the Capitol. Uh, he, I don't believe he himself uh, advocated for violence, but uh, clearly the, the insinuation was there that they had to stop the uh, the certification of the Electoral College in favor of Joe Biden. And and that is exactly what has taken place so far. 
the certification of the election of Joe Biden, which is uh, which is which happens uh, under federal law every four years, has been completely uh, uh, stopped to a halt. Uh, you know, forcing lawmakers from both chambers to basically be escorted or, or flee to to safety. And uh, again, I can't emphasize this enough. We've never seen this in in. Uh, in, at least in, in my lifetime and in, in many generations, uh, it, it comes to mind, you know, when, when the British attacked the U.S. Capitol and set fire to the Capitol, there are still reminders of, of that attack in the building. There have been there has been violence among lawmakers in the past. Uh, you know, lawmakers have been uh, have been have suffered enormous injury in, in past scuffles. But uh, in terms of modern history, we have not seen something like this in a very long time. All right, that is Scott Wong uh, talking right now. Um, and Catherine Tully McManus with CQ is joining us now from an undisclosed location, and we'll keep it that way. Just tell us, Catherine Tully McManus, where you were uh, when the Capitol was breached and, and what you saw. I was, hello, I was in the Senate chamber um, watching the proceedings, and that is also um, a, a very, that's a very safe location. It is very highly secured, and so when the Capitol went to lockdown, that is um, where we headed. Um, the doors were barricaded, etc. It became clear at one point that the lawmakers who were seated in the chamber itself um, not no longer conducting business. Business ended when the lockdown began. They were told to evacuate the chamber, which was thought to be the safest place for them to be. Um, that was a crush towards the doors as everyone tried to get out of there. Um, we, reporters, along with uh, senators themselves, staff, etc., were then hustled um, to... I, I'm not going to share my location for security reasons um, of where we now are. Um, it was the most dramatic uh, thing that I've ever seen in the Capitol. Um, I've only been around for about eight years, but uh, to be alongside uh, members of the United States Senate uh, as we are hearing over police radios about barricades being breached potentially shots being fired. Um, I'm aware that the chamber itself in the Senate has certainly been breached. There is either smoke or gas of some sort over on the House side emanating from the House ch uh, chamber. Um, it's not like anything I've ever seen. I would say the Capitol building itself is completely not secure right now. Catherine Tully McManus, what were those senators saying as you were being rushed out of the chamber? Um, they were, uh, you know, grateful for the direction and guidance of where to be headed. Um, as people do during a time of crisis, there was um, some nervous uh, laughter and joking around, definitely not making light of the larger situation. Um, but. Clue. Senators saying to each other, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, here you are, like, oh, we're in this together. Um, and the, you know, a kind word to reporters um, who were being shuffled along with them. 
so you were uh, escorted out by the Capitol Police. You're in a location that we will not disclose. What have you heard about uh, how long you'll stay where you're at? And and there there are reports of a possible the Senate convening somewhere else. What do you know about that? Um, I don't feel comfortable sharing a timeline for how long we're going to be in here. One, because I don't know. And also, um, honestly, not to keep anything from the American people, but I'm, I'm here. Um, and I don't want to alert anyone who may want to harm um, senators or the press to a timeline of movement. Sure. Um, but what I will say is this is um, the Senate has procedures in place and the House for how to meet somewhere else. There are contingencies, there are backup locations um, in place that has happened before um, during the anthrax uh, attacks uh, back in the early 2000s. You know, they gaveled in over at the post office building, which has a space that the Senate can convene. Um, there are backup places. I even um, with a lot of Capitol Hill and even Capitol Police specific reporting, I am not aware of all of the potential locations. Um, I do believe that that would require secure transportation, right, to get these senators um, out of this building um, safely. And I think that right now seems like a big challenge given the status even inside the Capitol building itself and the chaos that is also happening outdoors. President Trump has tweeted at 3.13 p.m. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue, he said. The Capitol Police, I think it's important to note, is has a police force that is similar to the size of that that um, serves, for example, the city of Atlanta or other large metropolitan areas just for the Capitol campus and some of the surrounding area. There is a massive, massive undertaking, the Capitol Police Force. They have an enormous budget that has only been increased over and over and over over the last decade. But I can confidently say in the last eight years, this is certainly the biggest challenge and the biggest assault that the Capitol Police have faced, um, both size and scale. Of course, I do not know any, you know, private threats to lawmakers or cyber attacks or anything like that. But in terms of being stormed at the Capitol, the Capitol Police in some cases were overtaken. What is the mood like where you're at and, and with, are you, I, 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 I don't want to ask too many specifics. And certainly you don't tell us anything that you don't want to, to say publicly right now. Uh, but what what is the mood like where you are? Um, I would say there's a lot of nervousness and concern. Um, when we were still in the chamber, even just locked down in that space that senators do obviously feel really comfortable in the chamber, they, as soon as the doors were locked, were all on their phones, whether they were talking to family or staff, I don't know, but they were basically relaying that for the moment they were safe. and. Maybe that is a more common occurrence for senators than I fully understand, but um, I have never had to before text or call my parents to tell them that I'm safe while at work very often. Um, not never before, but it is a very um, 
tense and people are really concerned about their own personal safety and the security and safety of the the congressional body and the idea that the Capitol is being burned. We, um, there's movement happening right now. So okay. I, I don't know if I'm going to have to move. Yep. Um, just letting you know. Yeah, Catherine Tully McManus on the phone with us at an undisclosed location. She uh, was moved out of uh, the Capitol along with other uh, members of the media uh, out of the Senate chamber with lawmakers. Excuse me. Uh, I want to show you, this is, um, we've got a, a, one of our uh, camera techs outside of the Capitol. Um, and as you can see, this is the Senate side of the Capitol grounds. Here are some of the uh, protesters. You can see them walking away uh, toward the, toward, uh, walking away from the Capitol at this uh, point. Obviously, there are many more still on the Capitol grounds. Um, and the, the, the situation unclear. The security question remains. We do know from um, the speaker's office, according to Scott Wong's reporting, that um, the speaker has been uh, evacuated. She's safe. She's unharmed in the line of succession. She falls after the vice president. Um, lawmakers as well have been removed uh, from the chamber, at least in the Senate. We know that. And uh, the uh, Capitol Police have asked for law enforcement help on, on Capitol Hill. I want to show you this image posted on Facebook. This is in the House chamber, I believe, uh, where uh, guns were drawn, as um, many uh, reporters noted uh, before. Uh, this was in the House chamber earlier today. It's 3.20 p.m. here on the East Coast, and the House and Senate were in the process of debating the first objection to the Arizona uh, Electoral College votes when the protesters who uh, came to Washington in support of the president stormed the uh, Capitol and, and breached the Capitol security, got into uh, the Capitol itself, into the hallways, uh, into the Senate chamber. We've seen from images as well into as the House chamber as well, or at least outside of the House chamber at this point. Uh, lawmakers are being told to shelter in place. The D.C. mayor has called for a 6 p.m. East Coast curfew, uh, and um, the scene is unfolding on Capitol Hill. We're waiting to uh, find out more information, obviously, from Capitol Police as to what happens next. Do we still have Niels Lesniewski with us? Niels, are you still with us? Okay. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, uh, the leader for the Republicans, sent this out. Thank you to Capitol Police for protecting the People's House. Protesters have a constitutionally protected right to be heard, but I urge them uh, to remain peaceful. Just point out that President Trump did speak to supporters earlier today, uh, and he did say this to those that have gathered. We're going to walk down to the Capitol and we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women, and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. 
We have to come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. Lawfully slated, he said. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections, but whether or not they stand strong for our country. That is what the president told his supporters earlier. Uh, Stacey Plaskett, who represents the U.S. Virgin Islands, a Democrat. Um, Delegate Plaskett, I know you don't want to tell us where you are. How are you at this moment? Very well. I'm really grateful to you all for keeping everyone informed. Uh, myself and the uh, few staffers that were here are, are, are well at this point. What were you told and how were you told about the breach? Um, you know, we were watching, uh, as everyone else was, uh, one of my screens turned to C-SPAN and another one turned to uh, live news was watching the uh, speeches by members during the debate and then saw what was, of course, going to happen. Prior to that, I'd been actually uh, watching and listening to the president give his uh, speech in his, at the rally and was very concerned about some of the language and the things that he was uh, stating to those who were at that rally and that protest. And I believe that that had a lot to do with the level of violence that we're seeing right now. Um, I think that, you know, the, the tweet by Kevin McCarthy is so disingenuous at this point to say that people have a right to be heard, people have a right to be heard in protests, but they do not have a right to break the law. And what they are doing is way beyond their constitutionally protected right to be heard. They are, in fact, um, engaging in domestic terrorism and have in, uh, breached so many laws at this point, and I believe that that should be taken into account. It is so um, hurtful to watch these individuals in desecrating, desecrating is the word I would use, the U.S. Capitol, that which was built by African Americans, that was fought over by so many Americans in the Civil War and wars beyond, and um, our servicemen and women who are continue to fight for democracy, and those elected officials that are here to do the right thing, to represent the people of this country. Um, this is just absolute chaos. Uh, what have you been told uh, about what you should do right now or, or what comes next? Uh, at this point, we are keeping all keeping safe, and I think the safety of the members of the Capitol Police officers and even of those who were here to protest peacefully. I'm sure there were some who were here to protest who did not want to be engaged in the violence um, and that they are being kept safe. And I would assume that at this point after that, we would um, begin to clear the chamber. I want to remind everyone that Muriel, um, the Mayor Bowser, Miro Bowser, has imposed the 6 p.m. curfew. Um, I'm hopeful that um, order will be restored. And at some point, we will continue to do the constitutional duty. The House and the Senate will continue to convene, convene and uh, certify this election. That, that is not going to be stopped by those who hate our democracy and hate the Constitution and order. What have you been told about how the Capitol Police are trying to get this situation under control? Um, I don't want to give any information about what you know, security we have been told. Um, I, I think that that should be kept, you know, quiet at this point. Understood. 
Tell us what you can. We obviously understand the security implications of this. Um, mm -hmm. I'm just grateful to hear from the Nancy Pelosi, from our speaker's um, spokesperson, that she is safe, praying for the safety of Vice President Pence, as well as the members that were in the chamber and those members that are here on the Capitol Hill and their staff. Um, so many people doing the work of people's work here in Washington and hoping that they remain safe. Uh, Chad Pergram is tweeting out from a colleague. He says Fox News has learned that a shooting victim ha was transported from the U.S. Capitol about 30 minutes ago. Uh, no other details yet. Your reaction? Um, you know, this is just a travesty, what has happened. And I am, am confident that not only will the Capitol Police, but others continue to watch and uh, to investigate this. Those who incited this riot, those who are engaged in domestic terrorism, which this action is, and that even uh, while he cannot be charged as president, that the president is held accountable for his words, which uh, encourage this activity by individuals, as well as those members. I know that my colleague, um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, has uh, requested resolution regarding um, members who may have been. Uh, Stacey Plaskett, a Democrat, uh, represents the Virgin Islands right there. Obviously, uh, our conversation cut off. Um, she is safe. Um, she and her staff are safe, she said, as we continue to watch the scene unfold on Capitol Hill. You can see the protesters are outside of the Capitol. They're on the Capitol steps, which normally are secured. Uh, only lawmakers allowed on those steps. There is security everywhere on Capitol Hill. Um, CNN is reporting uh, that uh, the protesters are in the rotunda of the Capitol, um, that there uh, has been... Um, Guns drawn, as you've seen the images, tear gas uh, deployed up on Capitol Hill. And uh, a shooting victim, according to Chad Pergram, uh, tweeting out that Fox News said um, uh, the shooting victim was uh, taken from the Capitol grounds. And there's this image uh, tweeted out of protesters breaking windows uh, on the U.S. Capitol uh, using what looks like a police shield. Um, to break through the windows on the in the U.S. Capitol. So uh, we are waiting um, and learning, as all of you are, to see what happens next here. You just heard Stacey Plaskett say that she expects that they would continue on uh, once the situation is under control with the electoral college vote process. When that happens, unclear. Uh, and um, how that happens, also unclear. All those questions remain as we watch. Congressman Henry Cuellar, Democrat of Texas. Congressman, are you okay? I'm okay. Uh, I'm in my office uh, looking out the window and seeing the, uh, some of the protests and the Capitol Police and what we're seeing. Uh, we're seeing that some of the protesters are starting to walk away on the Capitol. Uh, they seem to be dispersing as we're uh, seeing right now. Uh, and, and again, you know, we have a job to do, and that is we are going to continue with a certification. Uh, you know, we have a constitutional duty to do that. Unfortunately, uh, this has uh, brought a disruption, uh, in my opinion, on purpose. 
but it's going to be a delay, but we are going to continue and do our jobs. Jonathan Martin, who reports for New York Times, is saying that the Virginia National Guard and 200 state troopers are being sent to D.C. This per a top Virginia official. Congressman, your reaction to that? Well, you know, certainly uh, our Capitol Police have done a wonder, uh, wonderful job, and I support them, and I appreciate what they're doing. Uh, but I think in circumstances like this, when you have uh, thousands of people, uh, I think it's, uh, it's the prudent thing to do is to make sure that uh, we have all the necessary uh, support. Uh, so, yes, uh, Capitol Police is uh, probably the ones that need to make that decision. They need that support, then uh, definitely yes. And as I'm looking out the window, I'm seeing them. I saw them when they were moving toward the Capitol grounds. Now I'm seeing that some of them are walking away from the Capitol grounds. There's still hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people out there, but I'm seeing movement away from the Capitol. So hopefully they're starting to disperse at this moment. We have a, a, one of our camera techs out, um, and I think we're looking at the east front of the Capitol. Is that right? Uh, that is correct. Uh, okay. I'm look, well, I'm looking at the, well, I'm actually looking at the part where the presidential inauguration for yeah. Joe Biden is going to be held. Uh, so I am looking at that. I'm in my office at the Rayburn room. I'm in uh, Rayburn office uh, for my office, uh, looking out uh, toward the Capitol and toward the Capitol ground and looking at the uh, at the folks. And I do see some of them walking away, not all of them, but I see movement away. So maybe some of them came to do what they needed to do and they are uh, calling it quits. Congressman, see, uh, where, where were yeah, you? Where were you when the, the Capitol grounds were breached? Uh, that was my office, as you know, because of social distancing. They only had the uh, members of Congress uh, that were um, doing the debate, and um, so they only had those members there, and then they were going to call us. Uh, so we've been here uh, at the Capitol, uh, um, at my uh, Capitol office, uh, waiting to be called so we can go do the vote once the debate is finished. But as you know, the debate got interrupted, uh, and uh, we are going to continue. Uh, these folks are not going to stop us from doing our job and we are gonna do it. Uh, both you and uh, delegates uh, Plaskett have said this. Is this something that you're hearing from leadership? Uh, this is, uh, we were told that we were gonna continue. Of course, we have to, uh, they gonna assess the, um, uh, the uh, security of, um, of, of uh, staff and members uh, to do our work, uh, but I'm sure once they, feel that it's um, uh, good to get back, we will continue. Uh, I don't know exactly when they're gonna tell us to do that, uh, but we are gonna continue. This uh, disruption uh, is not gonna stop us from doing our jobs. Um, what do you know about preparations by the Capitol Police before all of this happened? What were you told about how secure, what would security be like today? Well, I mean, uh, certainly they uh, gave us some instructions. I'll leave it like that. They gave us some instructions about today. Um, and um, so they gave us instructions uh, to be careful as we walked in and all that. Uh, but, uh, but again, 
what the police did to uh, to ensure it. And I'm now looking out, and now I'm seeing a lot more police uh, coming up. Um, uh, so there's now more police coming up. Uh, so they're getting more people uh, to join uh, the folks that need to um, uh, finish um, their job protecting the, the Capitol grounds. Uh, Washington Post, uh, Dan Lamont is reporting that the entire D.C. National Guard will be activated today, putting about 1,100 guardsmen on duty tonight. According to, de to defense officials, this comes after the breach on the Capitol by uh, the protesters today. Uh, Congressman Quayer, what has gone through your head as you're watching this all happen to the U.S. Capitol, to um, the House chamber, to the lawmakers like yourself who come here uh, and, and work every week and have to go through security measures every day to get into the, the U.S. Capitol? Well, you know, certainly this is uh, not an uh, ordinary day. Uh, the last time I saw something like this was uh, 10 years ago with the Tea Party uh, radicals that we had. But they were a little different. They did not try to breach uh, the way we've seen this here. They did not get on the um, try to get on the House floor and the Senate uh, floor. Uh, this folks seems to be a little bit more aggressive than what we saw 10 years ago. But look, you know, we come up here uh, to do our jobs, our staff, a lot of very young people. Uh, that, uh, you know, come in to do their job up here and for them to be put through this because of the people outside that I'm looking at uh, outside the window uh, is not right. Uh, and uh, police uh, that have been put through this because of this, folks that some of them have been uh, uh, motivated uh, by the rally that President Trump joined uh, this morning uh, is not right. You know, we, we come up here and the staff come up here uh, to do their jobs, our jobs. They have uh, a job to do. And you're seeing uh, these people uh, that are not respecting the police, the instructions of the police. And I find it very ironic that probably some of this complain about the left uh, doing certain things. And now they're doing some of the things uh, that they're doing. The Associated Press is reporting the Homeland Security uh, is sending additional federal agents to the U.S. Capitol to help quell the violence. Uh, Congressman, have you uh, learned anything else while we've been while we've been talking? Any sort of communication, um, whether it's email or phone calls or overhead on a loudspeaker, to those of you who have remained on Capitol Hill. Well, you know, we've been uh, 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 busy uh, doing so many things right now that uh, I have to keep up with my emails. I haven't done that, but they told us to just make sure we stay in our offices, stay safe, uh, so they take uh, they put everything under control. And um, as I'm, you and I have been talking for the last few minutes. I'm looking out the window, and I'm seeing. In the morning, I was seeing people going toward the Capitol. Now I'm seeing movement of people walking away from the Capitol. So they seem to be dispersing at this moment. And uh, if there's other help uh, that will be coming to the um, Capitol Police, that certainly will be welcome uh, to our men and women uh, that uh, save, uh, you know, that protect our, uh, our Capitol grounds and members and staff. What do you think the president should say or do right now? 
You know, first of all, I don't think he should have joined that rally uh, today when he said we will never concede, we will never accept the election results. That's been a very strong message uh, to, uh, to a lot of the folks here. Um, I don't know if the president, you know, he was very quick to call the National Guard and Homeland and other folks uh, to, um, you know, to certain other uh, places when uh, the left uh, was um, uh, protesting. Uh, but I don't think he's moved as fast uh, on this people that he supports uh, like he's done uh, at other times. Sarah Cook for CBS is saying that uh, GOP leader Kevin McCarthy told Nora O'Donnell of CBS that he spoke to the president and told them to speak to the nation and tell them to stop. Quote, I know he put a tweet out there. I told him he had to speak to the nation. Congressman? I agree with uh, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, you know, he has access to the president uh, like some of us don't. Uh, and what he needs to do is do exactly um, that. I think the president needs to speak to the nation uh, and tell people to be calm uh, and tell these folks uh, to get away from the Capitol uh, and, uh, and let us continue uh, our work. Uh, so I certainly want to thank uh, Kevin uh, McCarthy for uh, at least doing that with, uh, with the president. And I certainly would join him to ask the president uh, to talk to the people, because he did put a tweet, uh, but he needs to do more than a tweet. He needs to tell the folks uh, to, uh, to uh, back off uh, the Capitol, uh, respect the uh, Capitol Police, respect the law of uh, the authority, and let us continue our constitutional job, and that is doing the certification of the Electoral College state by state. We stopped on Arizona. We did two states. We're on the third state. Uh, so we got to finish the third state and move on to the other 47 states. Dan America of CNN is saying that uh, a woman is in critical condition after being shot in the chest on the Capitol grounds, according to two sources familiar with the matter. This, and, and Alyssa Slotkin, Slotkin is telling ABC that she has confirmation the National Guard is being activated. The only place this eventually goes is the clearing of the building. And the easier that goes, the less bloodshed will have. Congressman, your reaction? Yes, I, I do understand that uh, one of the um, uh, protesters uh, was uh, injured. I, I don't know uh, the situation. I think it was a lady. I uh, don't know what her situation right now, uh, but uh, she must have done something uh, for the police to take her in action. Uh, we um, uh, certainly ask people to step away from the Capitol uh, and uh, and uh, make sure that we uh, allow we're allowed to do our jobs that we're uh, sent to you know from all 50 states to do our jobs uh, and as and as I keep saying as you and I keep talking I keep seeing more of those folks dispersing uh, from the Capitol so this morning uh, we see people outside from the office building I'm here at the Rayburn on the third uh, on the third floor of the Capitol uh, I mean at the Rayburn building. And I'm seeing people um, uh, walk away now uh, from the Capitol. So they're slowly dispersing from the Capitol. Okay. Uh, Congressman Cuellar, uh, we, we really appreciate you um, spending some time with us during this as this uh, scene unfolds and, and appreciate you sharing your thoughts with us and hope 
you all, everyone up there, uh, stay safe. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. Uh, Bill Scanlon, C-SPAN's Bill Scanlon with us. Bill, what have you learned? Well, Greta, the, you know, we're, we're now at about a quarter of four Eastern time, the joint session coming in at one o'clock Eastern today. And as you have mentioned, it lasted only 15 or 20 minutes before the first objection to the electoral count was made on the electoral vote in Arizona. The president of the Senate, Vice President Pence, gaveled the joint session out at that point in each of the chambers um, split for their respective debates, their de debates on the Arizona electoral uh, votes. The House had gone through a number of me me uh, members speaking in favor and against. The U.S. Senate as well, they heard from the majority leader who actually called on members to reject these objections uh, to the electoral votes in, pr in pretty much of four or five states. And shortly around 2 o'clock Eastern or so, the protesters gathering outside the U.S. Capitol breached the U.S. Capitol in various places, still to be determined uh, how many are in there currently and how that happened. But the uh, Capitol is under lockdown at this hour, and members are, as you've heard from uh, Henry Cuellar and others, sheltering in place the leadership of the Capitol uh, taken to safe locations, particularly in the presidential line of succession. And the... Um, the, the fate of the electoral count unknown, although we heard from Niels Lesniewski, you did a while ago, that perhaps the Senate will meet in a separate location. We do not have an update yet as to when either the House or the Senate will gavel in. Keep in mind, they have to finish the debate and vote on this first of what we expect will be four or five objections to states' uh, electoral college, uh, electoral votes. So that has, uh, that has yet to be announced as Police on Capitol Hill, the Capitol Police deal with the protesters and the mob violence up there and have called in, reportedly called in the National Guard uh, to assist. On social media, a couple of observations. This first one from Charlie Savage of the New York Times who says this. Trump told his supporters on the mall that Republicans have been too nice, like a boxer with his hands tied behind his back and now needed to, quote, fight much harder against uh, bad people. He told them to walk to the Capitol. The, um, um, Brad Parscale, who ran the president's campaign almost up to the election, says this. This is not MAGA. We are not Antifa and the left. We should do that in the correct way. Leave the Capitol and stop. This is Brad Parscale. The world is laughing at us, he says. Live to fight in elections in the future. Save this country by growing our base and winning elections. And this from Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, who tweets this, Mr. President, Donald Trump, the men and women of law enforcement are under assault. It is crucial that you help restore uh, order by sending resources to, set, help, uh, to assist the police and ask those doing this to stand down. Some video here from a number of sources. This is from uh, Washingtonian Magazine, some of the video of protests earlier this afternoon, not that long ago, as protesters gathering up here, in this case, on the west front of the U.S. Capitol. That's from Washingtonian. Let me show you the video here that was shot by um, Steve Nelson, who reports for, tweeted by Steve Nelson, who reports on the Capitol for the New York Post. Some of the, what looks to be tear gas, although there were reports that uh, fire extinguishers were, um, were set off in the U.S. Capitol. We'll try to keep you updated, particularly on potential times of return for the House and Senate and the joint session.
The vice president sent out a tweet at 3.35. The violence and destruction taking place at the U.S. Capitol must stop, and it must stop now. Anyone involved must respect law enforcement and immediately leave the building. Uh, Congressman Raskin is joining us now. Um, Congressman Raskin, um, how were you doing? Where were you when the Capitol was breached? Um, well, at the chief, um, they're still being careful about what we say, but I am in a safe location uh, still on the Hill. And, um, you know, so uh, I, I think that um, all members are safe right now, as far as I know. Where were you when they breached the, the Capitol and got inside these protesters? I, 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 don't, I don't know when they actually breached the Capitol, but I do know there were more repeated efforts to uh, barrel into uh, the Capitol chamber. Um, and there were, yeah, I was in the chamber then, and there were protesters who were trying to ram up against the doors, and um, they seemed to be roaming for, for a while. Were, but, you, were you in the chamber when this happened? Yes. What was going through your mind? Um, well, um, <laughs> uh, we experienced a terrible family tragedy in the last week, and so I had um, one of my daughters with me, and I had a son-in-law with me um, uh, because we wanted to be together, and I uh, uh, thought I could show them... Um, the peaceful transfer of power in the United States of America. So what was really going on in my mind was um, their safety because they were not with me in the chamber and I just wanted to make sure that we could get back together and we're all back together and we are safe now. Yeah, Congressman, we are sorry for your loss, um, the tragedy that you experienced this week. And now here we are um, with the Capitol being breached. Um, what were you told about security heading into today? Um, I'm not the best person to ask that just because I was, you know, so distracted with our terrible family misfortune. Um, we were, you know, we were certainly told to take care that uh, the Proud Boys and the right wing was being encouraged to come to Washington uh, by President Trump um, and that we needed to uh, take, take care, take precautions and to stay inside the buildings as much as possible. What have you learned about, and obviously you can't share everything with us, but what have you learned about uh, what comes next? Um, well, but I, don't, I don't know, but I'll tell you this, that every single member that I've spoken to is absolutely determined to have us complete the counting of electoral college votes, as is um, demanded of us by the 12th Amendment of the Constitution, and uh, everyone is absolutely determined uh, that we will continue with the normal proceedings of the U.S. Congress and that any violent insurrection against the government of the United States will be put down um, and uh, American constitutional democracy will prevail. We have no choice, and uh, everybody here is absolutely resolved. Uh, to make that happen. So we will complete the counting of the electors. If there are any further objections, they will be heard fairly. But I am confident that we have a huge bipartisan majority that wants to ratify the results of the election as embodied in the Electoral College count. The American people have spoken. The election is over. 
and we should not be um, countenancing or indulging uh, any of these um, terrible fantasies of some kind of violent public insurrection. What do you think should happen to these protesters? I think they should be dealt with fairly uh, under the rule of law, but this is an attack on the government of the United States. It is an extremely serious thing. It did not even happen during the Civil War. I think you'd have to go back to the War of 1812 to find this kind of attack on uh, federal buildings and the work of government. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not aware of any Confederate attack on the Congress of the United States and the interruption of the proceedings uh, of Congress. But we are going to go forward. If we've got to stay here all night, we're going to go forward. If we've got to stay here all day tomorrow, we're going to go forward. And the next day, we are going to complete the counting of the Electoral College votes. We are going to swear in the new president of the United States, President-elect Joe Biden, on January 20th, as called for by the Constitution of the United States. And I hope that every political leader in the land, in the executive branch, in the legislative branch, in the Supreme Court, everyone in the military will quickly uh, stand up and say this is utterly intolerable and lawless and unacceptable, and we need to continue the working of um, the first great modern democratic government that ever existed. We're going to get through this, everybody. Uh, Congressman McCarthy, according to news reports, uh, told the president that he should address the nation. Do you think he should do that? Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I cannot, I, I really, I can't comment. I, I don't know the details of what's going on outside of uh, the room where we are sheltering right now. So I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, we, we need to secure um, the, the government and our constitutional processes. We are going to complete the counting of the Electoral College votes. This is the United States of America. And I hope that everyone out there will be staying safe and using social media to express, regardless of what political party you're with or your political views, that violent attacks on the uh, integrity of the U.S. government are absolutely unacceptable and people should be dealt with with the, the full force of the law if they are engaged in such conduct. Congressman, are you, are you hearing from any leadership um, as, to, as to what you should do or I, what happens next? I, I, I can't comment on any of that, forgive me, but um, they are, you know, the Capitol Police are working very hard to keep everyone safe. Congressman Jamie Raskin, again, apologies and, and, and uh, 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 so sorry for your loss. Um, and thank you for, for taking some of your time today. Um, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're seeing the scene outside of the U.S. Capitol, the protesters uh, outside of the building. They are inside as well, according to uh, media reports. Um, an alert was just sent out that there is more law enforcement on the way to Capitol Hill to get the situation under control. And you've heard from Congressman Raskin, Raskin uh, Congressman Cuellar, uh, and the delegate uh, Stacey Plaskett that they all intend to move forward with the tally of uh, the Electoral College after this um, situation on Capitol Hill is, is secured. All right, we're going to stop it there. That's enough of that. C-SPAN is, <clears throat> is uh, not necessarily a government-funded program, as many of us might think. 
If you just watch their commercials in between their broadcasts, you'll see that they are funded by the corporations, the cable companies and channels that help them broadcast. So that means that corporate America with the biggest lobbyist interests are controlling C-SPAN's message and obviously they've got a tight hold on the message here. Um, the message is incorrect. The people that walked peacefully into a building that you saw on TV, I do not believe that was the location in which they said was taken over. There's a lot of missing details. A lot. We specifically saw with our own eyes others that were not representative of the Trump patriot crowd. Those with dark hoodies and backpacks and let's say flags that were very anti-Trump. Look in the video, watch it closely. We just saw it with our own eyes. The, the group that was most violent was the one with the derogatory flags towards Trump. So don't let the media fool you. We're going to break away from C-SPAN. <laughs> At least we got to see the live hearings uh, with our own eyes. But then the news cut from the live feed and went to their narrative. So you remember, when you're watching it live, you can be your own judge. When they cut off the video and tell you what happened, that's when the narrative starts. So we've got to try to analyze this and see what the heck is going on. Obviously, everybody's speaking out against those Trump protesters. Um, it's all garbage, people. All garbage. Okay, so we're going to listen to what Monkey Works says, and he's broadcasting live right now. Monkey Works is one who has a lot of insider information, and uh, we'll give it to us straight, and we'll see what you think, but um, it's better than what C-SPAN keeps regurgitating here, so we're going to cut live over to him now. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Uh, I don't know what happens, what the timeline is, how this whole thing sh shakes loose, because... Only our sovereign God knows that. Um, but I will say that, um, uh, you know, you can see how things can quickly come together here if um, if this genie is truly out of the bottle and there's no getting it back. How this place would just be, you know, what what happens next? Do you have a, a you know, does China attack us? So, so let's say Trump, let's just say, for S and G's, Trump gets this thing back together, um, and that um, he is now to a point where he's restored order. Uh, there's people; everybody's being held accountable. People go to jail for treason. People swing for treason. Um, I think what's going to happen next is is we're going to be attacked on the forefront of it'll be either a bioweapon, it'll be. Um, you know, a resistance within the within the U.S. that's try that tries to to I, throw, I throw us off. What's I, that? I think we're I think we're going to get nuked by China. I really do. Yeah, that's that was I was going to say. It's either going to be a Club K internal uh, assault, um, you know, or it's going to be a uh, it'll be a China right that we'll we'll end well, up doing. I mean, a, China may own the Club Ks. I mean, you know, watch the water could have referred to the cargo ships that were carrying them over. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've got a theory on the water thing, right? And so I, I think I've shared that with you. And that is the fact that um, if you look at the day the Great Flood took place, historically on the on the biblical Hebrew calendar, um, 
for this year, uh, as we approached, this was the day that the great flood took place of the year. Um, that was the same day that our election took place. And so um, I think that that was, to me, was the indicator of, the, you know, the great flood. Because once it started, you couldn't stop it. You couldn't get it back. So that was my thought. But at the same time, um, I also think um, if you look at what Lincoln Woods name actually means, it is uh, I think it, it ties to water. And so all of a sudden he came out like guns a blazing. I don't know if you've seen go back and read his tweets in the last week. But all of a sudden he just went. I mean, he was dual wielding, just playing everybody. What I found really interesting was that. Had you and I, there were people probably getting their their accounts terminated because they retweeted what he said, and they didn't do they didn't do anything to him. They kept his Twitter feed up and they let him run, which just blew me away. Just absolutely blew me away. According to uh, Relentless Truth on Twitter, uh, but another person shared this with me. Um, Gigi, Gigi, I don't know, I'm really bad with names, but anyway, Pence says unfollowed POTUS on Twitter. I can't verify that. I don't know how to verify that, but if that's true, that's uh, that, that's pretty weird. Pence, <laughs> Pence just unfollowed the president. Bizarre. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. I think there's things going on right now that are. Um, I imagine the Situation Room at the White House is probably gangbusters. So, all right, I'm just pulling up, uh, looking at the flights again, real fast. Told you guys to watch uh, see the vice if we've got any kind of things going on that are telling, should I say? So, got a lot of fighters up up here. Looking this at flight patterns right now. Territory. Now, why you got two E3s just flying back to back right here over southern uh, Albuquerque? So, those are AWACS. That's actually three. So, so dude, between Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, actually, yeah, between Albuquerque and Dallas, between the two, um, we've got three E3 AWACS flying right now. A little. Why, the, why are they over there, though? Um, I don't know. Why West Texas? Why? Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm at a bathroom break. I've got. I'm an old man. I gotta go. I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, go ahead, man. I'm just gonna show the map real don't, fast. Don't show anything important. Though. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you turn off your mic, man. We don't need water noises. So, all right, so um, here, that's our E6. So it looks like our E6 is now rolling out. Now, I want to say that's a 36 that I've seen up. That's a R135, so that's another electronic suite. Interesting. On that here, over Texas, that they're, they're looking at. Another R135. So those are surveillance planes, by the way. Those those are what they use for doing uh, battlefield command, uh, airborne command for battlefield stuff. So that's one right here establishing, and here's another one that's just flying R-135. So if, if you go go Wikipedia, the R-135, it's a pretty fascinating uh, aircraft. So now the AWACS, these are airborne air traffic control. Think of them that way. So. They're basically looking at flight uh, aircraft in air. But to see three of them in one area, mercy, that's a lot of air traffic control, you know. 
I mean, these guys could probably watch the entire eastern seaboard from, from one aircraft. So, but why are they offset over here in the central U.S. and not out here or in here? I don't know. So, if we got a little fighter off the coast. Like he flew out of Jacksonville. It's probably an F-18. Um, D-5 coming out of the Keys or the Keys. Oh, uh, we did see earlier a a couple aircraft. Uh, actually, saw a C-130 uh, Hive. I think Hive 65 or something that was headed down to Guantanamo Bay. It's probably doing some troop carrying. So I'm gonna bump up onto. I can just get flight aware out the live map. Uh, just gonna pull in here. I want to look at Guantanamo Bay real fast and see if we've got any any activity, any traffic coming inbound. So today is Wednesday. So Tuesday, no, Wednesday's pretty quiet. So that's, all right, no worries, man. I'm just taking a look at uh, some of our, uh, let's take a look at the um, 331, sorry. Okay, I'm just looking at some of the aircraft up. I'm curious to see what, what we got going on here. Haiti. Scroll back up. I saw the word Haiti. Oh, yeah, no, that's Haiti. That's uh, uh, okay. that's the Kalita Charters bird. So that's, a, that's an agency bird right there. And they've been doing some pretty regular flights between Dominican Republic, Haiti, and Miami. So I've uh, just been kind of watching them. I'm going to look and see what our nuke bird, our, our uh, sniffer is doing real fast while I've got everybody on. And so... Four one two D two months he has, ago. He has not unfollowed Trump. Okay. Pence has not unfollowed Trump. Right. Okay. All right. So it looks like uh four one two DE. So I just discovered another bird I didn't know we had by accidentally fat thumbing my my um <laughs> my keyboard here. Four eleven DE. All right, so these are the Department of Energy sniffer birds. So now that one's flying right now. Let's see where it's going. So it is now out over Arizona. So this so this is your uh, sniffer bird. For those that don't that aren't aware of it, uh, typically it looks like he's headed westbound. Let's see where he goes. He could end up boogieing over to. He's clicking along, um, but he he may be. So he was in Vegas, and now it looks like he's headed over to the Mexico area. Uh, sorry, New Mexico area, where we got all these AWACs and stuff. So let's let's just see. Uh, man, we are ripe right now. I, guys, we are definitely ripe for a false flag. So mm-hmm. just something to keep in mind. I, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm just saying right now would be prime false flag opportunity. Mm-hmm. Hoax. So, but this guy, so so you guys are seeing what I'm tracking here. When I say sniffer, that's not Joe Biden's uh, aircraft or or his uh, uh, Marine One variant. Uh, but this guy is clicking along, 5,000 feet, 130 miles an hour. Let's see. He may be headed to the East Coast, which uh, that's I'm kind of wondering why he wasn't already there. Uh, but that is a, a at 135 miles an hour. That guy's going to take a long time to get to East Coast. He's probably going to be stopping. 
and we'll be there, you know, in, in the coming days. But this is your bird. That's your sniffer helo. That um, those pylons on the wing, um, as well as the nose area, and you'll see all these antenna and sensors around that aircraft or that helo. Uh, that rotor wing is basically a. Um, it smells the air, so it's looking for any type of. Um, nuclear, biological, chemical, anything in the air, but it's doing basically an air quality check. And so he will fly around and, and if there's a nuke or a dirty bomb or anything that's been detonated, that bad dude right there is taking uh, air quality sample. See if you can find any helos over Bragg headed towards DC. Helos over Bragg headed towards DC. Blackhawks and Chinooks. Uh, my my screen seems freezing for. Let me. Well, their screen is freezing for a second. Let's bounce back over to uh, Biden. He's actually speaking here. So we're going to get off that page, pull back this, and go back to what we had here on the good old C-SPAN. Texas area homeowners, if you have a power meter like this. Right after this m commercial, of course, C-SPAN is good at that. They say that, uh, that it's a free service from the government, but it's actually not. It's actually paid for by corporations. And evidently, one of these is this uh, electrical place. Here we go. Let's go live. Go ahead and speak, Joe Biden. Speak. <laughs> duly elected officials. It's not protest. It's insurrection. The world's watching. Like so many other Americans, I am genuinely shocked and saddened that our nation, so long the beacon of light and hope for democracy, has come to such a dark moment. Through war and strife, America's endured much, and we will endure here, and we will prevail again, and we'll prevail now. The work of the moment and the work of the next four years must be the restoration of democracy, of decency, honor, respect, the rule of law, just plain, simple decency, the renewal of the politics. It's about solving problems, looking out for one another, not stoking the flames of hate and chaos. Like Antifa? As I said, America's about honor, decency, respect, tolerance. That's who we are. That's who we've always been. The certification of the Electoral College vote is supposed to be a sacred ritual, which we affirm purpose is to affirm the majesty of American democracy. But today's reminder, a painful one, that democracy is fragile, and to preserve it requires people of goodwill, leaders of the courage to stand up, who are devoted not to the pursuit of power, or the personal interest pursuits of their own selfish interest at any cost, but of the common good. Think what our children watching television is thinking. Think what the rest of the world is looking at. For nearly two and a half centuries, 
We, the people, in search of a more perfect union, have kept our eyes on that common good. America is so much better than what we've seen today. Watching the scenes from the Capitol, I was reminded as I prepared other speeches in the past, I was reminded of the words of Abraham Lincoln in his annual message to Congress, whose work has today been interrupted by chaos. Here's what Lincoln said. He said, we shall nobly save or merely lose the last best hope on earth. Went on to say, the way is plain, peaceful, generous, just. A way which, if followed, the world will forever applaud and God must forever bless the way is playing here, too. That's who we are. It's the way of democracy, of respect, of decency, of honor, and commitment as patriots to this nation. Notwithstanding what I saw today, we're seeing today, I remain optimistic about the incredible opportunities there has never been anything we can't do when we do it together. And this God-awful display today is bringing home to every Republican and Democrat and Independent in the nation that we must step up. This is the United States of America. There's never, ever, 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 ever been a thing we've tried to do We've done it together. We've not been able to do it. So, President Trump, step up. May God bless America. May God protect our troops and all those folks at the Capitol who are trying to preserve order. Thank you, and I'm sorry to have kept you waiting. Okay, what a phony fake, and we know that. Look at that. He's actually been practicing authenticity, I guess, for a while, because he looked almost almost like he meant it. This is all a setup. This is a coup. This is, the, this is an absolute setup. I don't know what else to say other than it's obvious. It's easy to see the signs when you see what happened where they let, they allowed, with my own eyes, I'm not giving any report here, with my own eyes and watching C-SPAN as the recess began, my son and I were watching the cameras. And I said to him, they're going to let him go out and play now. They're calling for a recess. And we noticed people were almost looked like they were going in a door rather than out a door. And they were just coming in peacefully. People were walking in and they, they actually looked like they weren't part of the galley or Congress or anything like that. So... Uh, we, we just said, well, okay, they're walking through. We don't know what video they showed us on TV, but it, it looks like on C-SPAN that they showed us the Capitol building, but we don't, don't know that. But we do know that the police were standing right off to the side, just watching people walk through peacefully because they had set up these theater-type ropes. You know, it was a, they were about a six-foot-wide path to the other room, and they watched everybody walk through peacefully. Nobody was even looked at, 
sourly. They just let him walk through. Then the cameras, well, right before the cameras cut off, I heard a lady say something about badges. Get your badges here, you know, talking to her group. And I thought that was really strange, but I figured, you know, maybe they allow witnesses from uh, like schools or something, or maybe there was a intern kind of a thing going on where they needed badges. So I thought I heard somebody say, you get your badges here. So in that very video of the moments right as they called the recess, I thought I heard her say something about badges. And then what we witnessed was people were people just walking in peacefully. And I said to my son, these are the patriots, son. Look, they've got the Trump flags and the U.S. flags, and they're walking in peacefully, and they're walking through to that door, but I don't know what it is. And we didn't know. And the crowd started getting a little bigger and bigger and wider, so I'm not sure if it was a Trump supporter or an Antifa supporter because in, in my eyes, I saw both people peacefully walking in together, which seemed very odd, but... There were people that weren't carrying Trump flags that actually were carrying derogatory stuff as well as looked in darker garb and backpacks and such. And so I thought, well, maybe it's a tour. Maybe it legitimately is showing our democracy and showing how the the police are going to just let people walk in on a day uh, that I thought they'd want to probably keep them out. And then all of a sudden up on the screen flashes Capitol Building and Lockdown. Huh? And I thought, lockdown, that must just mean, lockdown must mean um, after you go to your two-hour debate and you finish your debate, then you're in lockdown to go ahead and decide your vote. Because technically, once you have had your two hours of debate, your time is up and you must return to give your vote. So, obviously one concept is if the vote didn't go right while they were split up and that, that period came to an end, that somebody decided that didn't go the way we wanted it, so let's start a riot. But anyway, as they were debating and getting ready to come back, we thought this was just a peaceful walk-in. People were walking in, and I was pretty proud of the fact that they were just letting the Patriots walk into the Capitol building. And then, without even any sense of urgency, then then C-SPAN said this, these exact words. They said, we can now call this, without any exaggeration, a full-on siege of the Capitol. And I said, what? And, and she said, what? And I said, what? And she said, what? And, you know, went back and forth for a while uh, because we're going, we saw with our own eyes what happened. And then they cut the camera. They said there were riots and shooting and people breaking down doors. And obviously the cameras weren't on then. They were only on, you know, when the people were walking in. I don't understand that. So then they had video of, you know, broken down doors and people trying to get in. And there's there's this video. Have you all have you all seen the still picture of the agents all pointing guns at the empty chair? I think it'd be really cool. Somebody's going to come up with a meme on that one. They're going to put Nancy back in her chair, and that's going to look really uncomfortable. Did you see that, Andrea? Mm-mm. Oh, it's the officers. I thought you showed it to me. The officers that were all drawn. Their weapons oh, were drawn, right? They were showing you that. Yeah. yeah. They were all drawn on an empty seat. Mm-hmm. So evidently, the guy had ducked down below. When they took the picture, maybe? Or was that posed and staged, and then the one other picture they showed us, showed us the Antifa guy, which you can see, black glove, dark garb, their kind of look, sitting on the seat of the House Speaker, 
with his hand in the air and the fist clenched, just like the movement. BLM. BLM written all over this, Antifa written all over it. Here's what I predict happened. They went to debate on the Senate and House floor. When they finished their debate, they realized that, well, first of all, I noticed, if you, if you were watching, you may have noticed, too, that their debate went through quite quickly. They actually said a lot of things, boom, 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 back and forth. But what they didn't want to have to happen is take a vote. If you take a vote in the House with an already determined 26-24 majority, it's going to be a loss for the senators on the left side. There's a, a law in this election, there's a statute that says when the House counts its vote, each House, or excuse me, each state gets one vote. And I do believe that that is based upon the governorship. It's based on either that or the state legislature, and you will have to look it up to be absolutely sure, but in the count, everyone has agreed, the count is 26 to 24 in favor of the Red Party. Therefore, if a House votes on anything on party lines based on simply the party of the, the party of the party, simply just based on that, then it's going to be 26 to 24. The House cannot go to a vote. If the House goes to a vote, they lose. They cannot, they cannot overcome the objection to throw out those Arizona electors. Therefore, even with just one out of two of the Houses of Congress, House and Senate, even with just one out of the two not being able to get the majority to keep the Arizona votes in, that would be disastrous, especially in Nancy's own House. They could not afford the House to go to a vote. Let me ask you this. In the words of a very intelligent veteran filmmaker and investigator in California, my friend Douglas taught me this, and I'll say this many times. Timeline, timeline, timeline. In business, it may be location, location, location. In crime, timeline, timeline, timeline is even more important than that. Look at the timeline. When exactly did the rioting, rioting, if you want to call that, I watched the peaceful demonstration walk in. When did this so-called rioting start? I'll tell you. I watched it. The Senate was still talking when the House convened. They were finished when they recessed. The House was finished first. The cameras were on the House on C-SPAN. As the House finished, the Senate was finishing up, and after a little bit of video of just nothing going on in the House, they cut over to the Senate. When they cut over to the Senate, uh, the one that I saw, and unfortunately it might not have been the first, but it, the one that I saw and the last one that I saw was bingo. You know who it was, Mr. Mitch McConnell. The traitor, Mitch McConnell, who stood up and with blind eyes and a foul tongue and in false leadership says, There's no evidence, clearly no evidence of any kind of fraud. 
Not, certainly not anything of any magnitude to flip an entire election as Trump claims. Okay, so I was thinking treason at that moment, and then he was finished speaking, the Senate was done, and whammo, the riots started, or supposed riots, whatever you want to call it. I listened to it live. It sounded staged because of the calmness of the reporters. It always does. Whenever we hear the staged events, we know which ones they are. The reporters and the people involved seem so calm. And I know, as a veteran and a person in many other emergency circumstances, I know that you have to remain the most calm when times are the toughest. But these guys seemed a little too staged, a little too confident about what they were supposed to do and how things were going to turn out. And their determination, obviously, as you listen to everything, their determination that they have to have this vote. They have to hold this vote. Well, I got news for you guys. You hold this one vote, if the Senate is saying that, and they're saying if you hold this vote, it's all political talk. They won't hold the vote. There's going to be some hang-up or something. If they do hold the vote, the Senate could possibly, because of Mitch McConnell's traitor ship, he will, and others, may jump ship, and the Senate may squash the objection to throw out the ele Arizona electors. So therefore, the Arizona electors will be counted and Trump would be uh, at a loss there to get those 11 electoral votes. But rather than, um, rather than pursuing that avenue... They knew that if only the Senate could approve or squash, in this case, the rejection of the electors. But they knew the House rule. They knew the House vote was going to be 26-24. If it's already decided in the House, you see, this is something that maybe you don't understand. This may be that trump card that we don't know about. Let's think about this. If the House vote rules say that it's already determined by the party of the governor or possibly state legislature, we'll look that rule up. Whichever one it is, it's predetermined. If something is predetermined, we know what the vote is. Look it up, my friends. Look it up. You will see that it is predetermined, and it's 26 to 24 in favor of the Red Party. Republicans, in this case, not the Communist Party. The, the Republicans hold a 26-24 advantage in a straight-line vote in a House Electoral College vote at this point in history with this Senate or this House at this 117th Congress. They don't want the vote to go to the House. There's no way they can win. The only thing they can do at this point, since first of all, our one option was Pre Vice President Pence was to reject the electors. He didn't do that. He sent it back to the floor for a debate. Therefore, the debate's on. Two hours and you're back to session. Then we find out your vote. You must vote after that two hours. There's no more delays according to the Constitution. 
If they were unable to vote in their own favor, in the favor that they wanted, they could have easily called in the cavalry and said, Hey guys, let those tourists in, those peaceful protesters. You know, all those people standing out front. Don't pick and choose which ones you let in. Just let everybody in. Let them pile up inside of here. And Because this didn't turn out so well. And then uh, we'll go to plan B. And then bam, all of a sudden there's shots fired and guns drawn, all this kind of stuff. Just tear gas, no tear gas. All kinds of garbage. It's garbage, people. Let's go ahead and get back and see what President Trump is saying over here. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. I know your pain. President Trump in a tweet just came out shortly ago. The president telling his supporters to go home and all of them will have to go home. There is a 6 p.m. curfew in effect in the nation's capital. Greta? tweeting out at about 4.24 this afternoon on the East Coast. My prayers are with the officers that are protecting and defending and who have gone down. Mr. President, tell your supporters to stop the violence. Stop the assault now. Lisa Murkowski, a Republican of Alaska. Carmen <laughs> in Bellevue, Washington. Carmen? Hi. I'm so grateful for uh, letting me tell you what I've been experiencing. Overnight, there were, were anarchist Feel. tweets. I kept going into these, uh, there would be accounts that would be talking about the end. Lynn Wood, who's associated with Trump, said, Pence is in fact a traitor. I have the evidence, and I have interviewed the whistleblower. I am sending Pence to World of the Block. He will never be released. He will spend eternity there. Okay, then he retweeted early, or a little bit later at 5.30 a.m. Pacific time. I'm sorry, I'm shaking because I saw this happening and I didn't know who to tell. But Ron Watkins, who's the administrator for QAnon, he um, tweeted out three of three. And on the very bottom, luckily, I you know what, Carmen, let, I, I'm going to I'm going to stop you there. Um, yeah, good I, thing. I don't, I don't think at this time. Stop those crazy it's, people. It's appropriate to on national television repeat uh, the incitement of violence. Lori in Silver Spring, an independent. Lori. Yes. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I'm just disgusted to watch this and it's it's hard to believe that our country has come to this. Um, and not only should we be count, uh, holding President Trump uh, accountable, but all the Republicans who today are finally speaking out and saying how absurd this is and, and how dangerous this is. Okay, okay. Obviously, you see what C-SPAN's doing, calling up their pollsters again. There we go. Let's get back over to Monkey Works and see what he's saying directly since they want to quote him. They're going to talk about that Q administrator or whatever they think. Um, here's a couple of guys that know all that stuff that's going on and more. But I will be posting that onto Patreon 
uh, for the West House is being evacuated now. Yeah, I don't know where they're going to go, but uh, it looks like we are, unless we can get them into the tunnels, man. Uh, but so if you guys that are, are just uh, uh, just joining and have not been watching what's going on, the Capitol building is in lockdown. We had uh, look like Patriots breached the building. Go ahead, hotel. Uh, tear gas has been used inside the Capitol, inside yeah. the Congress house. Yeah, it's all good. Um, uh, all I can say is Godspeed, fellas. And, um, you know, uh, like I said before, man, I'm a Psalm 144 Patriot, and I am um, I'm ready to go do what my oath is, uh, you know, the, the oath that I was taking. So um, I really am praying for our folks that are there uh, for safety, but uh, for success. And... Um, and so uh, Doug will probably be joining us here again in a minute. He had, He's actually on ground. He's en route to the Capitol. He said there's a shooting in the Capitol from outside. Uh, that was, uh, that's, uh, that's my buddy Dustin. Okay. So Doug will be um, popping on here in a minute. This is so, a replay. This is a replay of uh, Monkey. This is what I think we saw coming a long time ago. And so um, <laughs> popcorn good, brother? It is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited, man. I just, uh, I, I will say that I'm going to bust you up just for a second. You yeah. have to use the F word off camera. Yeah. I'm you, sorry, man. You know, I, you know, no, that, that, that is a very telling sign as to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I used it quite a bit last week. I'll, I'll, I'll admit. Well, I used it once today. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't ever like, I am rarely do I ever drop an F bomb, man. I, because, um, you know, but uh, it's not an anger. It was an excitement. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, but uh, I will say, um, I, so here's what, this, this is what I heard. I was watching the house thing. I, I, I went in, tried to get, uh, I had some Cheez-Its and some, and a Diet Coke, man, uh, the, the lunch of champions, you know. And I went in there, I was just kind of watching, just trying to get a feel for what was happening because everybody, you know, Doug was eating, you're eating. And I was watching the TV and, I watched the house guys. They kept going into this kind of panic mode where, you know, they would stop and they'd take a recess and the screen would go blank and then they came back. And well, that, the, the initial uh, initial re- recess was caused by a disturbance inside of the chamber itself by yeah. the Democrats. Uh, yeah, 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 initially. So, all right, so we got uh, Danger Doug. Ah, come on, my screen wants to just do this fun stuff to me, so... We get it back over here. All right, brother. Hey, uh, so we got uh, Doug. Oh, you're, you're on with us, man. You're live. Uh, yeah. Text. Yeah, the. Text Josh and ask you okay. Yeah, the. Uh, basically, heavy police presence moving in right now. I think I counted at least 30 vehicles. So okay. we've got we've got a, a heavy police presence moving in really really quick. Yeah, that's because cool. they breached, man. I heard that uh, we had people inside. I don't know how, what the numbers were, but uh, somebody said they were popping gas in, inside the Capitol. So, Pelosi's uh, requested the National Guard to enter D.C. Of course she's going to request the National Guard. The yeah. funny thing is you don't see people in there trying to burn stuff down. They just want to be heard exactly. by the people while they're doing the electorate. That's the problem. You know, we're at a point in time where... As patriots, people need to stand up. Quit being a. 
of the machine that is called Washington, D.C. You walk around everywhere here, everything's closed down. Why? Because regular, normal, working people came to this country, came to the city from all over. I mean, I've met people from Seattle, San Francisco, Kansas City, you name it. They've all come here for what? They want their voice heard. And they're tired of being freaking given the shaft by the government. This stuff's got to stop. And they don't get it, and they think they can just walk all over us, and people are getting pissed. Yeah, I think they're they just done. want their voice heard. I think they're done. There's nothing coming back from this. This is uh, we've now entered a new era in terms of uh, people are fed up. People aren't going to take it anymore. And I think there's this point from this point forward. Um, I think everybody in a, across America should take their stinking mask off their face, tell the government to kiss our really white asses. I'm not going to lie. It's no, no, that's exactly what we need to do. Stop complying with orders, COVID, all this stuff, wear your mask. Man, I'm in D.C., like I was saying, and they've shut down all the food services. They didn't even have port johns out there for people to use the restroom. You know, just simple basic services that you afford to human beings. But they afford it for freaking Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and all these other people. And that's where... You know, we as a, as a people have got to have got to just stop what we're doing. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. This this is um, pretty pretty crazy. Um, these are crazy times, man. I'm I'm excited. I really hope that we got numbers inside the Capitol. That this was not just uh, five six people breached. I'm hoping this is five six thousand, and that we are overrunning it like ants, man. Because that's really what it's going to take. And I'm hoping that um, that people are uh, successful, honestly. So you will. I'm telling you straight up. The police get in there, and they're gonna. They may start with gas, but they're gonna definitely go hard, hard rounds. A whole lot fire. of people on, on Twitter are still saying. Well, here's the thing. You know, and you know, it, maybe it could be right. Maybe you could have some instigators that are not true patriots. Yeah. But one of the things I will say is to get in there and actually get your word heard and actually have them take action for once instead of making deals and cutting deals. That's all they've ever done. So, you know, people are really fed up. I mean, I'm looking right at the Capitol building. I've got a couple minutes to go. But, uh, yeah, you know, CNN, it it is just massive people down the sidewalks. I mean – we're not even at the Capitol, and the place is packed. I mean, we're talking, there's hundreds of thousands. There's got to be well over a million people here right now. Yeah, that's good. Good to hear. So, um, you think this is going to go on for days? I don't think this is stopping today. Uh, it's going to be uh, pretty interesting to see how this goes. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm really interested to see what this looks like when you get close up to the to the Capitol and see. You may start getting a little whiff of uh, gas. I would imagine it's in the air um, since they've been popping off cans. Won't be the first. All right, we're going to cut away from there and have some final comments, and, and we'll uh, come back live if something new, breaking happens. But at this point, it's... Uh, stand off and partially calm down it sounds like so in that video you just heard and saw on zoom was a replay it didn't just happen this happened a couple hours ago now at this point
So we're going to sign off of this live broadcast for right now, but we'll be back on. So watch the Spreaker, watch the website, diggingdeeper.us, and come on back and watch the Twitter and Facebook and wherever. When I go back live again, it'll be because there's something big happening. We'll have uh, as much as we can as soon as we can. Thanks again for listening to Digging Deeper Live. I'm your host, Brian Hale.